to Constant Smiles. Welcome to this episode of the Constant Smiles podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Rich Constantine, and here's my co-host, Mr. Elijah Desmond. What's up, Elijah? Hey, Rich. How you doing, buddy? Good, man. Good, good, man. Your microphone is looking nice and unbroken. Mine is completely broken. I broke mine all the way off, so are you able to hear me okay? I can hear you, man. Okay. Are you able to hear me okay, Diane? I hear you perfectly. <laughs> okay, good. Good, good, good. And I think we'll be, be ready to go. Diane, listen, you came highly recommended. Really? You came highly recommended. And I heard that you were also a speaker. Is that true? Yes, I am. And did, did I do TED Talk or sometime or no? I didn't hear you. What? Have you been on TED Talk? No, I've not done a TED Talk, but I have spoken to international audiences and, and national audiences. So Okay, TED Talk is next. Yes, that's next. I was I was getting ready to do one, and then all this COVID thing happened, and I'm like, oh, I'm gonna wait till there's like a real audience and things. I'm not doing it to an empty room, no. Okay, 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 awesome, good stuff. Well, we're super happy happy to have you come on, and we get to know our guests from music. And Rich is the old school guy, that's the gray in his hair, and I'm the the new school guy because I'm the 33 year old. So, Rich. <laughs> <laughs> You guys are funny. All right. So what's the one song that when you put it in really brings up the nostalgia, makes takes you back to the good old days that makes you real feel 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 good? What's what's that song? That song is Come Sail Away by Styx. Nice. <laughs> now how about a new song? What is the song that you like that's a new song? You got it going in your car right now. What would that song be? The song I've going in my car right now is I consider it new, but it's it's not a 2020 song. It's Conviction of the Heart by Kenny Loggins. Because to me, it's so current, no matter that it was written a little older, that to me, it's new. Okay. That's a song that when you hear all the lyrics to it, and it talks about water too angry to drink and air too angry to breathe and that kind of thing, and that it matters what we do to take care of our earth for our children, it's timeless to me. And... I believe in living by a conviction of my heart so strongly that even though the song is like years a little older, it's so current for me. I play it every time I get in my car. That's amazing. Yeah. That, that, that's amazing. So I guess first, can you give us a, um, give us like a, a couple minutes uh, high level of you. Give us your why. Oh, that, that, that could come at that from any angle. I am I'm an intuitive mentor person that I only work with visionary, gifted, outlier people who nobody can understand because I believe that we are the ones here to save humanity from themselves, to bring in the new world, to teach love and compassion and take a stand for something other than greed and ignorance. And so I love to be that catalyst game changer person behind the scenes so that as the people can really step into who they are then the masses are impacted in a great way and i live it like with every cell of my being that's amazing and if you could give our listeners one advice one piece of advice on how you built your empire what would it be be authentic and be real and no matter what anyone says or does don't hide from who you really are. Woo! Man, I, listen, I love, I love that message. Were you, were you a good test? Yes. 
we were. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> when I, every I don't know if you realize, but every chance I got in between the speakers, say somebody ended early, I, mean, I would grab that mic and I would be talking. I remember, and I talk about being authentic. That's a that's a message that resonates with me so much. It's the number one risk in life is, is being yourself. So we right. definitely got something in common there. Yes, that's awesome. Dan, you had uh, you had mentioned working with you know visionaries and people that are growth minded and things like that. Mm-hmm. What do you do yourself, and what do you encourage others do? Because visionaries tend to always be looking ahead, and a lot of times we we lose track of the the present. So we 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 fail to enjoy the moment sometimes because we're so so far looking at that next goal. What do you do to stay focused and help manage stress? I do as much time as I spend visioning, I spend going within. I believe that it's like, if we're gonna look out, we have to look in as well. It's kind of both ways. So I spend a lot of time meditating and journaling. I spend a lot of time in nature, really just communing with mostly the moon and the stars. I have selenophilia, which means a love and respect for the moon that's beyond measure. And and so I pay attention to all of the greatness that's around us. And I really allow myself to be connected to it no matter what. And I, of course, I exercise a lot and I quilt. Quilting is the combination of creativity and precision. So it keeps my brain harmonized. And so I find activities that serve all the spiritual, mental, emotional, physical, social parts of me so that I can stay aligned. And um, so it's, it, it takes a lot of effort and work to kind of keep my visionary self like contained sometimes. But I also know that it's that balance of yes and go out there and see the great stuff and then dial back within to say, OK, now how am I going to pull it off? Cool. Did you uh, did you go out and watch the uh, the planets last night? Oh, absolutely. I watched them last night. I was watching them tonight right before I had to come in. I had to watch my clock and go, I have to go back in. Uh, and I'll, I will be watching them all the way through Christmas Eve. And I pay attention to those things because people go, oh, that's goofy. I'm like, no, it isn't. I said that the planets have an elegant simplicity and beauty about them that if we as humans could really appreciate on deep levels, everything would change. Awesome. So tell us, do you have a mentor or somebody that you look up to, to um, essentially to, to get you into the, the profession and, or even the mindset that you're in today? I don't have one mentor. Um, I, I have people directly in my inner circle, but as far as keeping my mindset going, I pay attention to people like Richard Branson because he's the happiest person I know. I um, pay attention to my friend Gabe Aloisi because he's just, a blast. Um, and then Michelle Royal inspires me. She owns Ridge, um, which is an innovation company. And actually, all of my clients inspire me. They're the ones who really keep me going. Most of them are recorded musicians or athletes, people that some other people might know. And they inspire me. So I kind of am eclectic in the sense I take things from all different kinds of people, places, and time. Like I love Rumi and Socrates and Plato. And so sometimes I just dive into the old wisdom that is so current, really, and and connect there. So it, it kind of shifts depending on where I am at the very moment that you're asking me that question. <laughs> awesome. So you got a lot of interests, a lot going on. If you had a free day, tell me what you're doing. What, what if 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 the time is all yours? What is your number one way to spend that time? 
I would get up at my regular time, five o'clock in the morning, and stretch and relax and meditate and journal and take my dog on a really amazing walk as the sun comes up. I would exercise a little. I would do something really creative in the morning, like work on my next book or something that feeds my juices, take a little afternoon siesta after a nice, nice salad for lunch, and then do an afternoon creative activity that would probably be more physical, active, and I would talk to some really cool friends and have some juicy gourmet conversation, and I would relax in the evening with peace and quiet and journaling and just enjoying my life, breathing a lot. Wow. I feel like you, you, you spit all that out so nicely as if you pretty much do that often or you just knew really, like you knew already like what the ideal thing was, like you live it. People have asked me a lot over the years, like what, like if you could have the day to yourself. Well, I love working with my clients. And so if that's a creative thing I get to do, I'm in. It doesn't feel like work to me. And I love to create and write. And I'm working on my eighth book now. And I love it. And so if somebody said, here, you have 24 hours, you can do whatever you want to get myself in the flow and the vibe and the groove and see what great thing comes out and be totally into it. And the time would feel like it, like nothing. It would just go right on by. It'd be great. That's awesome. So what was your biggest challenge to get where you're at today? Like, is there any very specific failures that people could learn from a big mistake that you made that you, you would give somebody advice to today that would essentially be a shortcut that they could bypass? Oh, yeah, I have a couple big ones. Um, one of the biggest things that really held me back was my own belief system. And I had this belief system that because I'm female and I'm blonde and I'm short, that I didn't have as much value as other people. And so I overcompensated because I'm a gifted and I'm really smart. And so I overcompensated, but my internal world was not aligned. It wasn't, you know, I looked good on the outside, but inside I was depressed and felt terrible. And I didn't, uh, it wasn't even like imposter syndrome. I just didn't believe it. I wanted to believe it and it was true, but that old belief kept me back. And so. I would tell everybody, if you have any of those nagging old beliefs or things that aren't serving you when you're stepping into your authentic self to do something to resolve those. Because the moment I resolved that and said, oh, hold on a second here, that's an old lie that I picked up somewhere, my, my whole world completely turned and everything has been just flowing forward since then. Even with downturns in 2020, I almost quadrupled my income. And everyone else is struggling because I just stepped into who I really am. And I'm like, come on, folks, let's go. Wake up, humans. Come on. And living that drew the people to me that had the same mindset. And when I was younger, I I was really split. It didn't work really well. So that's my biggest fail ever is I didn't believe in who I really was. I believed the lies from others from when I was younger. When was that change? When, when was that specific change that you had? So you, you had the income shift 2020, but when was that actual change? Can you put it uh, uh, how many it, years ago? Or? Well, it kind of came in, in, in um, segments, you know, like I didn't really know the gravity, the big situation, but it changed about 20 years ago, 25 years ago. And since then, I've honed more and more and more about, well, hold on, this is really what I want to do because I can do anything like most of us we can do anything so it's not what can I do it's what am I called to do and the more I get clear on what I'm called to do like really and I stay there and I don't get myself distracted then 
things just start flowing even more and more. So when I talk about living my authentic self, it's if I'm not called to do it, I won't do it. Like this podcast, if I wasn't called to do it, I wouldn't have said yes. Because I could answer any question, but am I called to do it? Is it in line with who I really am? And and that's the question I always ask myself. Does it is it aligned for me? That's awesome. That's awesome. Hey, Rich, you're up. Did I have to ask the dental question? No. Okay. I'm going I'm to actually take it back serious real quick, just here for a second. <laughs> so, I was like, what? <laughs> so, Diane, I, I, did some, I did some shift coaching myself because I, I got into a little bit of what felt like the imposter syndrome that you mentioned. Mm-hmm. And uh, the first thing for me was identifying my ego mm-hmm. and kind of letting go of that. When you work with these uh, people, uh, you had mentioned athletes, um, do you do a lot of visualization and, and does it take, do, do you do a lot of coaching as far as, um, you know, envisioning the success before the performance type of stuff? Do you do any of that? I do some of that. Really what I do is a little bit more of a mentoring model. And so what I do is I teach people how to go within and see their authentic greatness and then live from that spot. So sometimes we rehearse and practice like winning or like with the, with the musicians I work with, you know, what the show is going to look like and all of that. But I'm more focused on if you, if you dial within and you connect to who you authentically are and you step into like that spotlight, then everything else is going to take care of itself. And so how can you live with that kind of confidence and authority that when I put my foot on the field, if I'm a player or on the court or I step on the stage, that that's the magic moment and then the rest of it kind of emerges from within us so i help people with that i'm I'm very intuitive so a lot of times i can see things they can't see yet and i can kind of help point them in the direction like look over here or do that or whatever yeah that was one of the first exercises i did was i created my perfect day Uh five five years from now and then i was told well what's keeping you from living each day as though you already achieved all those things or, Mm -hmm. you know, if that's the life that you want to live, start living it now, quit trying and start doing it. Right. And that was like, Oh, well, well, since you put it that way. (laughs) Well, right. You know, I always tell everybody be, be who you, who you are now. Like if you have a goal, like I want to be this way or I want to earn this or whatever it is, then do it right now. There's nothing stopping you. And, the moment you realize that the only restraint is self-imposed. Yep. And that's once, once we start taking those chains out of our inner landscape, everything changes because we're the only thing holding us back. Yep. Powerful stuff. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Right. Um, Rich is about to be your newest client. <laughs> <laughs> I love, I love the work I do. I have so much fun. It's just amazing. <laughs> awesome good stuff so my you know we always ask these these questions um on our podcast because we're dental professionals i'm going to ask you one and then rich is going to ask you another one all right um, if you, you guys are hysterical <laughs> <laughs> so if you could be rich or elijah i'm just kidding <laughs> if, you, if you had a trip you had to go on and you forgot all your dental uh, oral oral um, things at home. What would you bring if you could pick bring one with you? 
if I had to go on a trip and I forgot all of my oral hygiene things at home, but I had to bring something to take care of my teeth instead of my regular things. One thing you have, I know you have a ton of things. You got a tongue scraper, you got a, you got floss, you got toothpaste, you got a toothbrush. Um, you got all kinds of stuff. You have mouth rinse. What do you bring? I would bring uh, my toothbrush. Now we get to the point of our show where we always want to do the call outs. So uh, we love to interview some really amazing people just like yourself. And we love to um, get recommendations. So who would you think would be great to be interviewed on the Conference Miles podcast? I think my favorite top person would be Dr. Matthew Zakreski. Okay. He, he is a psychologist who works with gifted people and he uses improv a lot. And he is hysterical and he is a great guy. He would be my first one. Um, how many do you want? I know lots of good people. Two. And um, I think that the next really cool person would be Michelle Royal. She owns Ridge, which is an innovation company. And she is a crazy, cool, smart, visionary business, amazing woman, just on lots of levels. So those would be my top two. And um, both of them would be really, really, they would rock the show. You guys would love them. And how about athletes? Let's do one. You mentioned that you coached or or worked with athletes. What would you say is your top athlete that would be good on here? My top athlete that would be good on here is right now is actually a, a high school player. And his, we're not allowed to have him show up too much until he signs with the college he's going to sign with. So Okay. Okay. All right. I, I can give you that information on the kids okay. once that happens. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Non-high school. <laughs> well, I have a lot of athletes, some that I work with and some that I don't, but my favorite athlete who I've never officially worked with, but I, he's in my book. I quote him in my book is Dave Moore. Um, he played for the Bucks and on so a bunch of other teams for football and he is, he rocks. He's amazing. Dave Moore, the Bucks, like the Buckeyes Bucks? No, the uh, Tampa Buccaneers. Bay Buccaneers. All right. You know, Rich, you know, Rich, you played football too? He was in the, um, pro, Dave went to the Pro Bowl. He's really cool. You know, this guy played football? No, I didn't know that. He did. I what? knew, I knew your name. I recognize your He's, name. He doesn't like when I bring that up because he played for the wrong Ohio, you know, the wrong Ohio State. Oh, those people. Ugh. <laughs> I'm a gator. I can't help it. <laughs> See, you know, I got nothing to say. It's all right, Rich. Okay. <laughs> oh, we love you anyway, Rich. <laughs> <Thank you>. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's going to let me blast in the past couple episodes. He's, he's making me look like a jerk right now. He don't got nothing to fire off at me. He didn't see the first five podcasts where he broke me about my hair. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god you guys are hysterical uh, we just like to have fun but listen thank you so much for for coming on it's been a, a pleasure you're amazing and and i'm looking forward to, to seeing you at pop Fest and Vidfest in orlando in june oh yes i'm so glad that we get to all be in person <laughs> yeah me too I'm, I'm excited as well so thank you so much for joining us on the on the constant smiles podcast Oh, you're welcome. It is a constant smile. It's nice to talk to you guys live. That's great. (laughs) Thank Thank you. you. Thank you. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Constant Smiles.